Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast where one brother and one half-brother presumed dead in a fire 30 years ago caused by first brother uh, talk about video games. My name is Newman. I, my name is Yusuf. <laughs> Hello, Yusuf. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're not actually half-brothers, we're full brothers, but you know, mm-hmm. that was an allusion to, to, to tonight's topic. Tonight, today's. There's a, we're talking about uh, WWF WrestleMania 2000 on the N64. But yes. so many convoluted storylines. When you said Half Brothers, <laughs> I was thinking of a wide range of different uh, wrestling storylines. <laughs> <laughs> the Dudleys or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the best storyline ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a mad one as well. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, how are you doing? And grand, yeah, um, not too bad. It was kind of a very, very, very early morning with the kids, half five to be precise. Ooh. So apart from that, I'm good. Yourself? I'm marvelous. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, um, I was just watching a. Have you heard about randomizers uh, for games? No. So people, it's like a mod that you do, and people tend to do them for uh, Dark Souls games and Resident Evil games, as well as other mm-hmm. things. Um, so I was watching it for this guy do a randomizer of Resident Evil, the remake of the first one. And what he randomized is the every door you go to will take you to a different one. So it's not laid out in the normal <laughs> style. That's so, brilliant. Um, they randomized the amount of enemies, including Tyrant and everything. So or the giant snake as well. So um, it was called Yawn. So you could uh, just open the door suddenly and there'd be two tyrants in a room. Um, Brilliant. And uh, also randomize the items and the weapons. So I just saw this guy, he just like starts off the first level straight away in the main hall and there's just like loads of sharks swimming around on the land. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Was it on PC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like different PC. Yeah. Um, so a lot oh, of people do it with Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So you don't know which boss you're going to get when you go into a boss room, which is often yeah. very... Uh, you know very terrifying because if you just get like an end game boss straight away it's like well now what do i do <laughs> that's fantastic that's a great idea yeah very good really good uh really good fun you should check them out yeah yeah i'm not sure i'd be into a dark souls randomizer because it's just too difficult no matter who you face so you know <laughs> yeah. with resident evil it's like okay this can be a bit exciting and different but with dark souls like they're all impossible so yeah well i, I do think uh, it's for those people who are real real pros of it the ones who just they know exactly the level they can push something to before. Like, you know, you're going to lose all your stamina and die. Oh, no, you got there two frames before and you stunned them because you hit them at <laughs> the right point. And it's just, it's crazy how well people know those games. Yeah, yeah. Again, not for me, but anyway. Yeah. Speaking of, you should really play Sekiro the, from software uh, again. Yeah, yeah. I um, It's just about having the time to play a game like that because I think it, it is basically a, another Nio, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's... in. Japan. Uh, yeah, well, Nio yeah. is not from software though. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Like, this is so. This is actually the same guy who made Dark Souls. Um, yeah. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's a much faster kind of game. Uh, there's nice kind of stealth elements of it. The combat's got way more into it. I just think you would really love it. Mm, yeah. Well, you see that or um, what's it? Um, the new samurai one that came out. Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to play that as well. But what I have been playing actually pretty much all week is Horizon Zero Dawn again. Oh, good. You're back into it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 it was too good for me to like say I'm gonna let this fall away and like you know I'm not gonna finish it. And look, I'm gonna make a very, very bold statement now. <laughs> this is possibly for me the game of this generation. I, consoles. I remember <laughs> getting this game, and I got a couple of other quite good games. And you were saying, well, you were talking about oh, modern games aren't very good, and I was telling you how good these list of new games I got were. And I remember that was one of them. And it is, it's a brilliant game. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's near perfection. And I was, uh, I, I was um, surprised to find out that it was the same crowd, the Guerrilla Games, that did uh, Killzone as well. Because Killzone, I think, was a launch title for the PS4. And I think a lot of people got it. I got it anyway. Mm. And um, it was only an okay game. The graphics were really good. But this is, uh, it's just, uh, like, I, I don't have the adjectives to kind of explain is that the right word, objectives? I just don't have the, the vocabulary to explain yeah. how perfectly they got this game, how how well balanced it is, how much fun it is. Like, you know, I constantly lose myself in it, like just hunting animals yeah. rather than the actual enemies. And, you know, like the like the crafting thing is the crafting um the, the whole function is really well done. You know, the weapons are really well done. Her her personality is fantastic. I love her. I just think she's great. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's, oh, it's an amazing game. Amazing game. There's a real trail of, oh, shit, this huge thing's after me. I got to run and, you know, go hide behind this thing, then sneak up behind them, then real quickly shoot them with exactly this arrow in this spot. And, oh, you know, did a lot of damage, but now he's enraged and he's coming for me again. And yeah. just, it, it has that balance. So right. You really, it, almost in a way of uh, shadow of the Colossus of your find this huge thing. It feels like that, you know, like you, obviously you find it in a completely different kind of way, but with some of those enemies that you fight when they're so big and they're so powerful, you, you need to, you know, be a lot more craftier about it to kind of get away and hit them at the right point and the right thing. You can't really bludgeon your way through a lot of enemies. No, that's it. Every every enemy you come across, you're thinking about it. Yeah. You're like, will I? Won't I? You know what I mean? And it's like your approach is different for all of them. It's a it's a masterpiece, and like it really, it is an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. There's a big DLC. I sadly did exactly what you said you weren't doing, and I. Uh, fell away from it because I think I think I went away for a couple of weeks or something and I came back and I don't know I picked up like a new Final Fantasy or something else something else I took yeah. a lot of my time um, yeah. and I do regret it I do regret I didn't go back to it um, yeah. it's there's, to be, there's go on sorry yeah. it meant to be a, a quite a good DLC for it I think called the Frozen Wilds or something yeah that was with the one that you had that's oh, is the one that? I am playing yeah yeah that's part of it alright maybe I bought the whole yeah, uh, it was, back then yeah the, Exactly, the complete edition. The only there's only one thing I don't like about this game, mm. and I mean there's only one thing, and that's the scan thing. When you're scanning around you, you can't move when you're doing it really, and even when you're on the back of like uh you know, well not a horse, but like you know, yeah, uh, one year, yeah, you can't you can't do it. You have to stop and and do it, and it kind of like stops the flow of the game. You yeah, know? that's the only thing I don't like. But everything else is just yeah, amazing. amazing. Good, good. I'm glad you're back into it. I'm glad, yeah. glad you're you playing. Been playing anything. I've been playing. I gave up on Mario Sunshine. Oh, really? I got really, I got really close to the end. I just found it too frustrating. Really? Yeah. It just. I don't like. I don't know if that's me because I never played this, so I don't know if, like, by all means, Mario sixty four should have been more frustrating because yeah. this plays a lot better. It looks a lot better. But uh, I just. 
I felt like sometimes it was too annoying trying to know where I was and where I was jumping. And <laughs> sometimes you sound like you're becoming a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> just, it had this thing where a lot of the time, a lot of levels, you get into a certain area and it'd be like a little challenge similar to the clock tower level or the clock level in Mario 64, right? Where there'd be yeah. like spinning or rotating things and you to run along them and jump and avoid these different obstacles, standard platformer stuff. But just sometimes I felt like if you got it a little bit off, you would be on a tiny slope and then Mario would just slide completely off it. And mm. it's kind of, it, that's not how it works for a lot of other areas. And they also have this basically lava as insta debt on it. Okay. So, you fall into it and you just keep bouncing. Whereas that happened in the old one, but you could kind of direct where you bounced. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you could use it as a way of skipping through something if you had enough health or tactically. True. Whereas on this, you just keep bouncing until you die. You know, okay. you, you yeah. kind of direct. So I found that quite so. And also, basically, I'm at this last bit of a level where it's just, there's lava everywhere, and I just wasn't enjoying it. Um, so I put it down. I was playing another game. I was enjoying immensely, and it's an old game, Rocket League. Ah, I never got into Rocket League, but everyone raved about it. I didn't really get into it either until um, it's free at the moment. So because it's, uh, I think they got bought over. I don't know if they were originally made by, but it's now at least definitely owned by Epic Games, the guys who do Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Legends as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Parent company. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just, uh, it's just really good fun. I was just playing with a mate of mine, and uh, it even if you're getting smashed sometimes, it. I don't know. I I just have great crack with just flying around the place and saving a last minute goal or knocking one in and. You know, seeing somebody try to stop one in and it's a horrible own call. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, One of those, that game reminds me of uh, Mashed. Remember Mashed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just so much fun. So much fun. Real chaotic mayhem. Yeah, exactly. Because it's exactly the type of game game I like. Yeah. I do have some, uh, we were talking about free games. I have some interesting free game news if you want to get into the old news section. I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. It is. Right, so have you heard of Genshin Impact? This was going to be one of my stories as well. Go oh, on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Tell us. Well, so Genshin Impact, for everybody who doesn't know, is a Chinese video game. And it is a free-to-play game. And it is possibly, I haven't played it from what I've seen, it is one of the biggest free-to-play games I've ever seen. It looks huge. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were saying that it's um, a Breath of the Wild clone. It does it looks have- like it. Yeah, it does look like it a lot. Um, and there are some similarities in, in some lovely, brilliant features that Breath of the Wild brought in of the way if you've got fire arrows and the grass can catch on fire and you know how that will create a, an elemental thing that you can control. But I think it's far more um, based on different party members and different characters have different elements really and they use that to combine. But like, you know, one of them makes ice blocks, which is a tool from Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild, you set grass on fire, then you can use it to fly up in the air and stuff. So it does, it looks like it and the same kind of crowd of enemies, it is very much that. However, if you're going to be modding something on a similar game style, I think Breath of the Wild is a great one to do in fairness. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it does have a bit of controversy about it. Yes, gambling, gambling. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they um, have this thing called Gacha, which is you mm. uh, you pay for the different kind of characters. You pay for these different things. You can unlock. You don't know which ones you're going to unlock. Similar to kind of loot boxes, they will sometimes introduce characters to you in a storyline or a sub quest who looks really great, um, and then they'll go away. And then the only way you can actually get them into your party 
is through gacha you can like a lot of these free-to-play games you can generate enough kind of income in the game that can be used to buy them but a lot of times these games they just get to that point where you cannot really move anywhere where grinding and grinding and grinding mm. and then you go and you gamble on it being a character and if it's not one who you need or want it gets pretty frustrating yeah yeah you yeah. might say they got you with the gotcha right i'm cutting this whole section out because of that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I actually read a story about this um, on the Washington Times. Did you read that one? No. I'll read, I'll, read, I'll read a very short bit of it because this is kind of the biggest thing. So it's, it's entitled, I spent $130 in Genshin Impact. If you do this, maybe don't play it. So he was basically saying that um, um, that he, he had a history of like a bit of a smoker and a drinker. And so, you know, he was kind of afraid if he was going to, you know, the addictive nature of this game kind of preceded itself and, and the fact that it was, you know, gambling. Yeah. Um, and he said that, yeah, you know, it's a free game, you know, but they kind of get you really hooked on the characters. And he said like, it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a compliment and, you know, to, to, to the writing in this game that the characters have such great arcs and they're written so well. And, um, you know, he's, he's talking about, you're introduced to this character and you you like you know you instantly really really like him then he goes off and the only way you can get him is is by paying for him mm. and uh, he said it took him 90 dollars to get that character even though there was a 50 percent chance more of you getting him than anyone else wow. and um he, he talked about this um uh, a twitcher called pat boyvin um and he said he has eighty four thousand followers on his channel um, and he did a stream on the 2nd of October and he spent $100 of his own money as well as $40 of donations that his subscribers had given him to gamble for new characters. And he ended up he ended up getting a lot of characters he didn't want, duplicates of ones he already had, Ooh. and more than 100 weapons that ended up being recycled for materials and trash. It didn't feel good. One of his viewers uh, actually said, was he trying to scare away people from trying the game? And um, not only that, apparently, like, they have to um, reveal the chances of you getting the characters in this, like, yeah. you know, in the fine print. And it's, like, minusculely small. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it you know, it, it apparently is a bit, like, you know, you know, your usual loot boxes, that kind of shit. But it kind of seems uh, a little bit excessive to me. Yeah. But, hey. I, I mean, from what I hear, it generally is positive and it's fun to play and that you can kind of get by. But there is this sneaking suspicion that there is something dodgy and underhanded just creeping behind the scenes about it. And I I mean, because I mean, I played Pokemon Go when it came out and I had great fun with that. But I remember seeing a story of a, I think it was a Japanese Olympian in the Olympic Village was born and he spent like mm-hmm. a thousand quid on Pokemon Go. And it's just, that is insane. And, yeah, and it's a chance thing and they will do this thing, which in, with, um, Get an impact, which is sometimes a positive of they'll keep adding to it, but then it means you can never finish it. And they just want you to keep pouring yeah. money into it. Yeah. Um, and it just the free. To, the only time I can kind of excuse somebody paying for something in a game is if it is a free to play game. Um, yeah, yeah. wants to do that, but when it does seem to kind of trick people into it, when it does have a scary gambling element of it. Um, that people aren't really aware of what they're doing is gambling, then um, it's definitely something to be careful about. Yeah, it's it's gambling from, as well because from what I understand, when you pay your when you buy your in-game money, it gives you three banners, 
mm. and you have to choose one of them. Right. You know what I mean? And like one will have the things you want, the others won't. And then, you know, it, it gives you a thing called a pity roll. Right. Which is if you if you don't get what you want, like a number of times, it'll give you an extra roll kind of thing. So it's extremely addictive. Right, extremely. right. God, yeah. yeah. Just like give me a little something, make you think it's okay. And exactly. Yeah. You don't realize how quickly you spend. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing with gambling, you know. It's like, oh, I lost three times, and if I go again, I'm definitely yeah. gonna get it now, you know. But yeah. It's anyway. scary. And and speaking of scary, I've got mm. some more news for you. Mm? So they're rebooting the Resident Evil films. You mean making more food films? Yeah, but they're kind of starting over um, where they're not going to have Mila Jovovich in it anymore uh, and they're going to be more focused on the games. So they have already cast uh, a Claire Redfield, a Jill Valentine, a, a Leon Kennedy and Wesker ah. mm-hmm. uh, and, a, and a Dr. Birkin as well. So they are... Uh, yeah, did it look like they're going to be doing a kind of a more game kind of focus one after the success, I suppose, of Resident Evil 2. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, did you have the names of the actors, were you going to say? No? Uh, I, they're none of them are very well known. Oh, okay, okay. Um, some of them <laughs> are getting a bit of abuse unfairly, I think. Um, I think one of them is uh, basically all those characters in the game are all completely white. Right. Okay, All the actors yeah. in this aren't completely white. So okay. they're very annoyed about, about that. And they're like, you know, it doesn't look like Jill. It's like, have you seen Jill in the later Resident Evil? She looks nothing like yeah. what she looks like in the earlier ones. That's true. Yeah. That's true. How did you pronounce um, that actress's name in the movies there, Ken? Could you give me that again? I'm terrified to know. Uh, <laughs> Mila Jovovich. <laughs> Jovovich. 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 What do you say? I don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a go. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yolovich or something. Anyway, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I look uh, forward to that. All right. Uh, also, some other quick news. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing is that so they did a big PlayStation 5 teardown. Did you see this video? Nope. So they, um, Sony did a video where they got a PlayStation 5 and it's a big boy, let me tell you. Yeah, not so happy about that. I'm actually not either because I'm thinking I wanted to get it around Christmas time. And recently I started bringing my PlayStation 4 back and forth with me because during COVID I've been staying off places for, you know, four or five weeks. Um, And I can't work in, um, I can't work in London. So I'm like, well, I may as well bring back my PlayStation and play some games. But I, I, that's not, I don't know if that's going to fit in my backpack. Yeah. and, And does it have to be standing upright or do you have the option of sideways as well? You can put it sideways. Okay. Yeah. It's, it is big. It's it's a lot bigger than the uh, Xbox Series X. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, height wise, it's huge. It's thinner than the Series X, but it's still it's pretty big, particularly if you've got the disc version. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. So this guy did a, a breakdown of it where he just took it all apart and he showed all the bits of it. It's got this quite handy little feature, I think. Of they've got a little dust vent thing where they're gonna try and filter the dust from the fan out to the sides of it. Yeah. So just yeah. over these little holes at the side of it mm, and it'll just suck the dust so it's just a nice idea. way because there was a lot of um complaints about the playstation 4 sounding like a jet plane taking off when it gets yeah covered in dust and stuff so it's a nice way of dealing with it mm. and for our non-irish listeners uh, instead of the word hoover just replace the word vacuum yeah 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 it's a uh, forget about that <laughs> <laughs> hoover whatever any other news for us 
Uh, another thing about the PlayStation, in Japan for years, they have always had the X be go back and circle mean go ahead. So every time you've been confirming something in a Japanese game, similar to Final mm. Fantasy VII, mm. circle would mean, yeah, because over there, it's less of an issue of X marks the spot. X is traditionally the thing for being wrong, which we do kind of uh, also. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're switching in a PlayStation 5. <laughs> so, That'd be outraged. <laughs> yeah, loads of people are freaking out. Like, all this muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, like, you know, especially like, combos and stuff from old fighting games have been exactly the same for all these years and now I'm pre- yeah I'm pretty sure Metal Gear was like that as well I think you have to press circle to start that one Metal Gear yeah. felt weird yeah. they, they, that was the first time I remember really integrating the shoulder buttons a lot into like the yeah game. yeah yeah true yeah and uh, that's kind of it the last bit I will have is that a so this is for uh, PC fans so for like Tim and the like who got in touch recently that Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate tree is in yes beta. i've seen that yeah yeah and they have an early access release already apparently yeah 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 so some people are playing it um i think your file gets deleted i think it's just a bit of a trial one or maybe that was just for journalists i heard someone saying that he was playing it. a bit different to tree a bit more like uh, divinity uh, original sin uh, but seems like there's a lot of intelligent kind of uh, play that kind of goes into this yeah it was one of the best uh, couch co-ops was Baldur's gate too yeah, we're really good fun playing that. Yeah, it's great, great crack. Yeah. Um, yeah, is that your news? That's it for me. What about you? I don't have much else, to be honest. Um, my Genshin Impact was my big one, but uh, I did see kind of humorously that uh, Facebook accidentally banned a Fallout uh, 76 militia roleplay group, thinking <laughs> that they were the real deal. So <laughs> saw that. they couldn't be less dangerous people than uh, roleplay groups, just, just, so, just so we know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially medieval ones, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, Baldur's Gate three, and then uh, the whole thing as well about uh, the they're they're you know they're predicting that the price of games is going to go up, and people are not happy. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, um, it does seem to have gone up a lot. Uh, what's actually quite interesting is, so this is a little hard to know, but there's been some studies gone into people who have been able to get their hands on a next-gen console. And this isn't a huge group of people, but of the people who like wanted them and the people who tried to get what they could, a lot of people wanted the PlayStation over the Xbox and a lot of people wanted the disc version over the digital. However, mm-hmm. the digital version, which is cheaper, uh, apparently there was way less stock. So a lot of people were complaining about that. But also mm-hmm. maybe it's an indication that there are some people who think a bit more like you and I of, there is a value in having uh, the physical version of a game. Yeah, 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 true. Um, I mean, like we said, you know, it's the whole thing about Sky as well, you know, where they like expect you to pay the subscription for football. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you have to change your business model to make it attractive to people now because the environment is completely different to what it was, yeah. you know, when, when this was selling. So, you know, I think gaming companies have to do that too. And if you want us to go digital, incentivize it make yeah. it significantly cheaper than the physical copy. But now it's even more expensive than the physical copy, which makes absolutely no sense because you can recoup your money by selling it on the physical one, first of all. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it can work at a fraction of the price of a digital game. I think there's a bit of a... So I think they know that it's way cheaper for them to make the online ones and stuff. But I think a lot of the times when there's little side things they make, when they make like T-shirts and, you know, 
Funko Pop toys and whatever when they license out these other things that you can buy in game shops and stuff that you cannot people aren't really less people may buy them particularly around Christmas time and stuff if those things disappear if those game shops disappear so yeah, yeah. maybe there, maybe there's a bit of that idea of they do still want you buying some games um physically in store um and they know that they can because they've got a monopoly on it nobody else is selling playstation games but sony as an online mm. and nobody else is selling uh, microsoft games or whatever so um yeah. i do think they need to change much like you said with the um sky and the sports thing music changed a lot of people don't pirate music anymore whereas when we were gone no. everybody did because yeah. it, nobody was buying cds it was too difficult to do exactly whereas now it's so it's cheaper and easier to do it legally so people do yeah and i think spotify lost money for a number of years before you know they started going in the green spotify's so, got some, some dodgy practices though where some it people does very little yeah 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 i see that they bought a joe rogan's podcast recently apparently really that's mad yeah yeah i found that very weird um yeah i mean there's a bit of controversy over that but we won't get into that but i uh, just uh one one thing is that um about that the, the price of games it, um there was a survey that was undertaken by just over a thousand um, Americans in August, and nine in ten of them believe that a new game should cost less than sixty dollars. Um, and they found that all respondents think a price of more than sixty is too much for a single game, whereas fifty-nine percent say gaming is becoming too expensive. So, interesting. It is expensive. It is dear. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they may have to see how to do it. But I think it depends on the game. You know, like I feel like when I get like I, I got Persona Five Royal, and that is a huge game. And mm. It felt brilliant, and I'm so happy with that. And I just think, yeah, that's all good. And then I played um, once again Capcom, maybe just Capcom. I don't like really. I got Resident Evil Three, and it felt like a DLC for Resident Evil Two. Yeah, it was crap. I yeah, so I mean, I enjoyed the game, but it just it wasn't as good as Resident Evil Two, and they reuse areas and they reuse. Yeah. yeah, I know no. it was always a smaller game, but at the end of the day. If I'm still buying at full price, you yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, enough about this logic and news. Let's get yes. into wrestling. Absolutely. What What's your memories off the top of your head of uh, WrestleMania? It was. Uh, I think it. <laughs> I think it was just somebody running into a ring when, like, uh, <laughs> when like a wrestler would suddenly. Uh, like crash uh, a, f- a fight that they weren't part of and they would just the camera would just zoom <laughs> to the thing and you'd see their flat polygonal face <laughs> just on like a big square head just running like sorry just like running and stuck in a grin as they're running towards yeah. it <laughs> do you know whose was the best the, the rock because he always had one eyebrow up, no matter what he was doing <laughs> loved it it was a it was a great game. Um, it was just a mad mad game, and I think it's part of this is um, also uh, one thing kind of, kind of loosely connected to this is SmackDown that was on the PlayStation. So yeah. maybe not everybody had N sixty four or played this, um, but it was that era of when these when WWF when the Attitude Era WWF was so so big, um, and it went to THQ to develop the games. They did Sony ones. They did, you know, Nintendo ones. And it was, it took over. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, and I think uh, uh, for me I, like it was I remember we used to always play this like couch co-op with people against people against our friends against our cousins that kind of thing and it just being really good fun the creator wrestler was really really funny the people you could make like the you know the the lineup of wrestlers was incredible yeah um I used to love how when you held block they would just stick their chest out <laughs> <laughs> that would be enough to block everything I used to love <laughs> how when you went to grab someone like their legs wouldn't move in any realistic way. They would just kind of drift towards the, the other wrestler and then grab them and then do the move. So I used to love that as well. But um, yeah, just a, a really huge amount of fun. Um, just just great crack and, you know, um, just the fact that you could actually see. Because if you remember, we had the uh, WCW versus NWO before this. Yeah. I think nearly everyone did. And it was that kind of thing where um, we'd never actually watched WCW or NWO, we were always in the WWF at the time. Yeah. So um, when he finally got, you know, the rest as we knew, yeah. you know, it's an exact clone of uh, WCW or versus NWO. It's um, it's unbelievable. Like it was just great, great crack. So much fun. It was because I remember. I think this is the first WWF game which had the the music and the entrances and everything. So the, <laughs> the fact music, that you could yeah. hear the glass smashing and Stone Cold run in. It was like, <gasps> oh my god, Stone Cold here. That's one of the best entrances of all time in anything, like you know. But um, yeah, you say music, but the the quality of the music is so bad. It is like I'm gonna play some of the music later, and it's just terrible. And like they just basically loop the like the first ten seconds of the song over and over again. Um, and uh, like saying the rock says over. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, there's actually a Game Boy Advance version of this game as well. And I heard someone complaining about it. They were saying every wrestler song is Stone Cold song. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was limitations at the time. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. Sorry. This game, WWF WrestleMania 2000 was also released and it, they, they act as if it was like a port for the Game Boy came out at the same time completely different game yeah yeah and it's shit yeah of course it is as well like how could they be remotely like completely different teams have to be working on them it's like so yeah. different in power yeah could you get weapons in this one I couldn't remember it you, you could pick up stuff yeah you could pick up from the crowd and everything yeah. and the stairs and you know like a rubbish bin and a chair so it was good yeah i don't think you could really go backstage though which i think was like the draw of smackdown yeah you know it was like oh my god you can go backstage like you know so yeah that because i felt like you were watching an episode of because that, that's where all the storylines happened in when we were watching wrestling at the time you know yeah yeah so um, yeah it's really good yeah, all, all my memories of wrestling are just so fond as well. Like I, I wouldn't watch it now. I haven't watched it in probably fifteen years, if not more, no, probably twenty years now. Mm-hmm. But um, just like it's like this insane kind of like pantomime, you know, and it's yeah. just so over the top. Um, in fact, everything I enjoy about wrestling can be summed up uh, in this one clip. <laughs> that's how basic it has to be <laughs> that is that is actually what it is where yeah. they're just it's the iron cheek boo yeah, exactly you know hollywood hulk hogan and stuff. yeah like, he's mr america he looks swedish <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's so many stories to get into that were just so enjoyable but... yeah I, I i think that's i mean because the game was good fun and it gave you what you wanted it to do 
um, and it was able to do that because it was at the good stage of 3D gaming. But it was just wrestling was the biggest thing at that time. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I, well, actually, let's get into the intro of it because we're going a bit of ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so this was uh, WrestleMania, WWF WrestleMania 2000, uh, was the first game that WWF went to THQ for. As Newman said before, um, they saw the success that uh, WCW had with THQ and they were like, we want to do that. We want to have that game. They used to be, so it came out in the year 1999. Smackdown then came out in 2000 for PlayStation, also by, uh, done by THQ. Now, <laughs> the WWF games used to be done by Acclaim. Do you remember Acclaim, Newman? Yeah, they did Turok, didn't they? Yeah, they did Turok. And they also yeah. did, um, what was it? They um, kind of, what's the term, ported the games over from like Japanese markets over to European ones and stuff like that. Yeah. So they did yeah. like proper the rapper. They didn't develop them, but they were, you know, had a hand in it. So this was around the time when things started going badly for Acclaim. And uh, they've listed some interesting controversies. I thought I'd uh, <laughs> let you know. But so currently they are bankrupt. I think they went bankrupt around 2003. No, 2007, sorry. Okay. And uh, as things were going bad, they uh, tried to change up some things to save a bit of, uh, save themselves a bit of money or whatever and get a bit of attention. So they had one to promote Turok Evolution, where they were uh, running a competition that they were going to award parents who named their baby Turok. <laughs> Uh, oh. £6,000. Oh, no. Yeah. So Fire that marketing department. Well, the thing is, they got in trouble because then all the people who they brought out, they said, had done it, and they chose the winner were all actors. So, what do you mean? They were lying a, like... So it was a fake competition that they said. Oh. Up, but they also told people to name their babies Turok. That's the... Oh, my God. Okay, right. Yeah, didn't, uh, mistake number one didn't go too well. Uh, they also were sued by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen because they did a lot of the Olsen twin games. What do you mean they were sued by them? Um, over just like unpaid royalties and stuff like that. They all oh, right, okay. They, they I thought like they were d- d- developing a series of games with which the twins had no idea about. It's like, yeah. Yeah, why don't we do another Mary Kate and Ashley game? <laughs> What they did was that uh, they bought the rights for Mary Kate and not for Ashley, and they have <laughs> half as much money. Um, and also, what I think this is like one of the worst ideas I can imagine. So, uh, there was a series of games of these BMX games. Do you remember them? No, vaguely. So they were called BMX, right? Um, and they released one called BMX XXX, which had uh, nudity and semi-nudity, including full motion video of strippers. <laughs> What? So of course it was banned in lots of places. Oh my god! This is 18s rated. Uh, how, how does that fit into a bicycle game, though? They were just looking. I mean, they tried to get people to name their babies Turok. I don't think they were thinking very clearly. God, well, Turok was a good game. Turok was, but I mean that branding doesn't work. Yeah, so anyway, um, this kind of you know wrestle uh, WWF moving away from um, them and moving towards THQ was a bit of an indication, as we said, because of the success of of uh, WCW, yeah, which did really well. So this had a, a big a lot of nice positives that the old games didn't have. As we said, it had the intro music and stuff like that, even though it was looped. They had a couple of frames of their titantron uh, entrances which would be quite cool once again very small very low res but at yeah. the time it was so pretty cool to be able to see it it was yeah yeah 
they had a lot of other uh, nice things that they did so a lot of the different modes that they did so you could do like tag team and hell in the cell and a big one they did was road to wrestlemania and everything yeah it was amazing yeah, yeah. they had some uh, interesting uh, characters wrestlers in it a lot of them i don't know at all mm-hmm. so i'm, I'm gonna quickly go to the roster of some of the big ones that were in it so there was like the big show there was chris jericho there was edge and farouk and christian and stuff um gangrel Godfather, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, Mr. Ass. <laughs> I remember him, yeah. He had one of those, the two celebrations that were special to this game, which was him mooning you and Stone Cold being able to give you the finger. Both blurred out. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't have that. I mean, his name was Mr. Ass and his move was the fame answer. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and like a lot of different ones like Kane and X-Pac. And these were when these characters were huge. But then there was also other ones I just, I do not, I don't. I maybe I don't remember them. There was Brian Christopher. Do you remember him? No. He became Grandmaster Sexy, but in this he was known as Brian Christopher. Ah, okay. There was Chaz. Mm, no, I just remember the name. No, uh, Draws. I remember Draws. I think I don't remember these people at all. Um, there was who else was there? Scott Taylor. No. Yeah. Um, Midian. Uh, I think so, yeah. Meat. <laughs> yeah, that was another wrestler. Forget his name now. Yeah, so a lot of them had these different kind of names and stuff like that. But looking back at these ones, like I don't remember these. I remember Grandmaster Sexy, but I don't remember uh, whatever his name is, uh, Christopher. Yeah, and of course, you could be Shane O'Mac and uh, Vince McMahon as well. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Which was like the time when wrestling was so big, when it was just Stone Cold was being the everyday Joe who likes to drink his beer and tell his boss to fuck off. <laughs> Vince is just the best heel ever, ever. I love um, gifts of Vince McMahon. I love how, <laughs> like, I remember somebody the other day was saying, "Oh, do you, do you just want to go online and do an online Zoom? Just have, like have some beers, and have a, a meetup and stuff." So we're like, "Yeah." And somebody sent a gif of Vince McMahon just looking at the camera and like nodding his head, saying yes. But it took him like fifteen seconds to do it <laughs> because he's such a pantomime. He's so exaggerated. Yeah, he's perfect for that kind of a role. Perfect. He is batshit crazy, though. Is he? You can't sneeze in front of uh, Vince McMahon. Watch me. If you sneeze, he thinks you're weak. No, you're kidding me. Yeah, he, like even there was like Undertaker was saying who, and like Vince loved the Undertaker, who's now retired. Uh, well, actually, maybe he came back very recently. But anyway, sorry. So he left it, and he's been there for years and everything. He was he was an old trusted hand and stuff, but. Um, yeah. Even he said like, he would like leave the room if he had to sneeze because Vince just didn't like it. That is so weird. Vince didn't like if people were like respectful and basically professional. He liked people to be like in his face and kind of give him stuff. And he would look like, try and like wrestle them, as in <laughs> almost like old school American like high school college wrestling. <laughs> come here boy let me give you a nuggie <laughs> yeah he would do this sort of mad stuff and if you didn't like stand up for yourself and you're just thinking you know this man is in his 60s should i be wrestling him i don't want to do that he's also a boss but like if you didn't he wouldn't respect you and everything he is mad i that that kind of makes sense because i saw that you know that montreal screw job you know with with Bret Hart. and first of all can i just say mm-hmm. and i don't mean to offend any wrestlers but it's choreographed okay it is choreographed. The Montreal Screwjob was real. The Montreal Screwjob was real. But what I'm saying is, 
the arrogance of Bret Hart not handing over the title, like he was actually winning something himself. Like, you know, if you're an MMA or something and someone tells you to throw a match, you're like, yeah, okay, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's yeah. like, actually, you're, you're winning by your ability, but he's basically like an actor. You know what I mean? And he's refusing yeah. to like hand over the title as he's leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, But anyway, for that one where he's like, he spat at Vince and like apparently he beat up Vince in like the dressing room after he punched him anyway. Yeah. I was kind of like, how did he, like how did Vince let that happen? Now from what you're saying, I can kind of see why because obviously he's, you know, he must yeah, like he, that shit. I don't know. He's mad. He's absolutely crazy. It's just for anybody who doesn't know, the Montreal screw job was a big deal when uh, Bret Hart was leaving uh, WWF to go to a rival uh, wrestling uh, federation and um, he had the title he didn't want to give up the title to Shawn Michaels in Canada because Bret Hart's Canadian and he hated Shawn Michaels and a lot of people hated Shawn Michaels because yeah. he had a big drinking problem. He has, he, apparently he went away and he came back as a born again Christian and then he was super apologetic for everything um, and now a lot of people like him and they get on with him and stuff like that but when he was a younger, when he was the big kind of hot shot and stuff, a lot of people didn't like him. Um, mm. Anyway, the thing was they wanted Bret Hart to lose because they couldn't have somebody going to a different uh, wrestling um, group as the champion. So he refused to lose to Shawn Michaels. But they were they were like, you need to give it to Shawn Michaels because he's our big guy. He needs to be our new star. So uh, apparently they did a fast uh, pin count thing, which Bret Hart didn't know was going to happen. And there's all this stuff of who knew about it, who didn't know, was it all planned? Some people think it's all choreographed. Some people think yeah. it's real. I've seen a couple of, there's the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries and stuff like that. Um, yeah which is i think it was i think he didn't know about it i don't think he did either yeah but anyway he's pretty annoyed about it um yeah so this um so at the time when these there were these huge stars everywhere we should say own heart was meant to be in this game but yeah. he tragically died he uh fell um when he was being lowered into the ring yeah that was very sad and i saw that on dark side dark side of the ring as well mm-hmm. and the kind of you know fastenings that they were using were just completely unfit for what they were trying to do with it they so. did it they used to do a lot of different things with people like coming down from the sky different wrestlers doing it but afterward mm-hmm. they stopped doing them all together and yeah. i remember uh our brother omer he was when he was in school they stayed up and they all watched the wrestling event where Owen Hart died and they came in, they were talking about it in school and they were like, oh, sir, the wrestler died. And he was like, he didn't die. <laughs> wrestling isn't real. You're all these yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, look, I didn't know, okay? I didn't know he actually died. I'm sorry. <laughs> Big mistake. What teacher was that? <laughs> Do you remember? I think it was Mr. Blackwell. I don't remember though. I'm not <laughs> Mr. Sure. Blackwell. <laughs> what a name. Oh, I never had him. I'm Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call you Uncle Blackie? No. You'll never beat the Brof man. With Mr. the Brof case. Yeah. Uh, Hero. For anybody who doesn't know, this was a teacher in our secondary school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, I just a couple of other uh we'll get into like the um uh, we'll let you get into the gameplay and stuff for that of, of of, of this but just a couple of other mad things about wrestling i just want to say um do you know what they were going to call stone cold before they settled on stone cold no chili mcfreeze <laughs> <laughs> that would have suited him perfectly <laughs> not quite the same is it chili mcfreeze um there was this idea of the undertaker was like the judge of the locker room yeah, yeah, I heard that. He decided all these different ideas and stuff, and 
you know, if he didn't like something or if they wanted to get something sorted out, he would decide he was so big, he was so well respected. He and Kane also are the only two wrestlers who were allowed to do pile drivers. Because no, yeah. If you've ever seen it, um, when Stone Cold, because his career was so short, and actually this all was pretty short, this whole Stone Cold and The Rock when they were so, so big. Um, it, it was such a small amount of time it was big for it because Stone Cold, when he first wins the title for the very first time, I think it was against Owen Hart, um, yeah. had his neck broken in a pile driver. And yeah. You can see the video on YouTube and it is horrible. He's just yeah. too low down and, yeah. and you know, Owen Hart doesn't know what to do. He's walking around trying to act like things are being, you know, he's taunting the crowd a bit and stuff because, you know, Stone Cold can't do anything. He just grabs his tights and real limply just pulls them over and, you know, Owen Hart pretends he can't kick out of it. Uh, and then the ref, like, lifts up Stone Cold's arm and stuff. And he's like, you know, he can't hold his head up. He is in God, bits. I haven't seen that yet. It's yeah. horrible. It's really horrible. Um, so because of that, the only ones who are allowed to do it are Kane and Undertaker because they're so trusted as being professionals. And also, they're mm. both literally uh, nearly seven foot tall. So yeah. they, they've got that extra clearance they can do for a, a pile driver so no one's head hits the ground. Yeah. Who was that Indian wrestler that kept injuring everyone? Oh, the great Kali? Yeah. <laughs> My God. How is he still a wrestler? Like, seriously. He cannot move. He doesn't no. move. It's like the laziest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like his only thing is he's big, but like there's lots of other big wrestlers. There's this thing going back where um, Vince just loves giants. Yeah. He loves these huge people. And that's what he always wants. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to use small guys. And sometimes it's, they say that other, they've learned a bit now, but they say that other wrestling events do much better when they've got, they know how to use like Rey Mysterio or something. Whereas Vince is like, he's little, I don't know what to do with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's a bit like P.T. Barnum, I think. Kind of goes through the kind of freak show element of things. Huge yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of giants, um, so the big show, also known as Paul White. Yeah, in um, my favorite movie, I should say. Jingle All the Way. He's in Jingle All the Way? He is, yeah, as the giant Santa. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I should recognize him. He's probably the only giant in the film. Exactly. I'm going to deck your halls, bub. No? I guess you need someone that makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look small. <laughs> Whoever had the idea of putting Arnie in a Christmas movie should win everything, every award ever made for Arnie, everything. Yeah, it's, it's a brilliant movie. It's fantastic. Anna has, um, what's his name in it? Phil Hartman. Yes. Rest in peace. So, yeah. yeah what's, it, what's great about Arnie in that film in particular, I think, is that they never mention him being huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just meant to be a normal guy. And he's just yeah. Massive, he's know? like, uh, what's that? My my favorite line is like, I'm not a pervert. I was just trying to get Turbo Man doll. <laughs> <laughs> what a line. <laughs> wow. Great film. It's a really good yeah. film. Uh, anyway, go on. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was talking about uh, Big Show. Um, yeah. He had the same condition that Andre the Giant had. Um, oh, yeah? That had them grow so large um and yeah. it's, it's out under the giant the giant died and very sadly he was in a lot of pain basically oh. kept on growing you know? yeah yeah huge so big show i think had um there was gland responsible removed at 12 when he was already oh. six foot two wow so i think he is really he is a real life seven footer uh, or at least pretty close to it 
so oh okay so he kept growing after that but it just yeah. wasn't accentuated kind of thing the thing is andre kept on growing all of his yeah. life all the way through yeah um yeah. but like big show was still at 12 still did the normal growing uh the the average right. do between those years of about a wow. foot between 12 and whatever 18 21 when you stop so yeah that's fair enough um but yeah whereas uh, andre just kept on going apparently mm-hmm. i heard in uh, a documentary they were saying that he could have got it removed, but he was afraid it would like ruin his career. Uh, that's sad. Yeah, because he's Andre the Giant, and he was afraid. That, I, I don't know if he really knew, or I, don't, but I heard that he he chose not to get it. That's sad. Very sad. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> there's a bit of grim stuff about wrestling. I don't know if I should uh, mention any of it. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I got, go on. Yeah. Just, just there's just some sad stuff that happened. It, like, you know, it it is a choreographed or staged kind of thing. People, there's a serious thing with concussion and head injury and stuff that happens with it. Um, you know, if you watch those Dark Side of the Ring, I remember watching a, a Dark Side of the Ring, which, by the way, if anybody doesn't know, I should say it's a documentary series that goes through different things. Wrestling, a lot of them aren't, you know, same as Newman. I haven't watched wrestling in years. Um. I wasn't a huge fan of WCW or anything else. I just used to watch WWF or what's now WWE. But just the stories of some of these people, they're mad. Like I think it was Abdullah the Butcher. They were showing him talking, um, like a talking head thing. And he's just missing loads of teeth. He's lots of scars on his head because he used to like rake forks across people's heads as like a move or something. And it was, these men are just mental. And men yeah. and women. There was some mental women wrestlers as well at the time. It's depressing if you go to YouTube and you'd like to see, you know, they have videos upon videos of wrestlers who are dead now. And like, you look at it and you're like, holy shit, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. And they're all like so young, you know? So it's definitely, I don't know, there's something dark about it, you know? Addiction or, you know. From from the roster of of the characters in this game, I think four or five of them are dead. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, including um, who was uh, Grandmaster Sexy, who Mm. quite young, um, and he was Jerry King Lawler's son. Was he? Uh, yeah. uh, anyway. Jerry King Lawler and JR, the best combo ever. JR is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of clips in. We'll have one clip of him and I'll play later. Uh, as you said, oh love, my uh, God. Yeah, pretty much. But I love uh, I love the King, uh, JR, like um, Jerry the King, who's like, oh, like, you know, his voice. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> he's, he's fantastic. Uh, put a shirt on though <laughs> yeah. oh no he's brilliant and he wears his crown as well <laughs> yeah, I love that I love just being like the king it's <laughs> great um, alright you want to go for the gameplay yeah 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 so um, so basically you kind of had your weak moves and your strong moves you know if you press punch you would do kind of light punch and then you held it you do a stronger punch same with the grapples you would have um, if you grappled them and did a kind of a short grapple you kind of have smaller moves and then you do your double grapple and you have your bigger moves. You could throw your opponent against the ropes. You can, um, you know, get them in the corner. You can jump off the ropes in the corner. You can get them out of the ring and throw them off things, hit them off the bell, hit them off, you know, the side of the ring. You could grab weapons out of the crowd from under the ring, I think as well. And you had um, Hell in the Cell as well, as you said, which was, which was brilliant cage matches. Mm. Um, you could do the Royal Rumble, you'd WrestleMania, you had especially you had your whole taunt um thing where you could like yeah, I think it was the 
you know, the analog stick would make you do your taunt and that, that would build up your special meter and which you would eventually get your special in. So, yeah, it was, um, you know, they had pretty much everything in it, in, in, you know, from, from the real, real, yeah. real life thing. A lot of the gaming dynamics are really similar to SmackDown. One thing that um, SmackDown had that I missed was one, the backstage stuff, which had more areas. Uh, but also you could be able to referee in SmackDown, but there was no... Yeah. It, like on screen referee and this just when you were doing a pin like a graphic would come up and it would be one two three but um that it was great that you could just <laughs> turn on the referee and smack down yeah yeah very funny but um <laughs> i think um you know you could the, you had a really funny roster in this game because it's probably not very conducive to today's you know sensibilities but you could like even pick a grandmaster uh, what's his name grandmaster sexy oh no uh the no the pimp oh the godfather the godfather sorry you could pick the hoe you know what i mean yeah um so you know it was uh it was it was, it was yeah but it i mean you could do pretty much everything in it so you know the apparently what the godfather used to do was when they would go from towards doors is he'd go to strip clubs and they would just pay the women just to come and like march down not all of them some of them were did eventually become um, uh, female wrestlers, you know, uh, later on. Yeah, but it was just it was. <laughs> he like, paid them himself. What he paid them himself to go no, to come down to the like the, the uh, he would have got the money from you know Vince. All or, right, okay, yeah. Just the idea of just you know, oh, he. It's just it's so sleazy. This man's pretending to be a pimp. Yeah. He's just gone and paid a lot of strippers just to march down the ring for him. It's like that was yeah. his gimmick. He was a pimp. He yeah. loved it though. And he lost it when wrestling got into a bit of a fight with some uh, quite right-wing politicians in America who wanted to conserve, who uh, censor it. And the whole he got written out, and his character became the Good Father, and he joined the right. Oh, which I remember wasn't, that wasn't planned. He had to give up his thing. He wasn't able to do it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that being very boring. Then after that, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was just they had to do something with his character. They had to change it. So they would do it and they had to get rid of like you know degeneration x and stuff like that and, you know, yeah i was attitude. looking through the rust i was sorry go on i just i was saying and those other attitude uh, error people yeah no i was looking at the roster in this and you kind of see like they've everyone at nearly a foot added on to some people's height like you know yeah. xbox is like six foot two and stuff like, it's like he's not six foot two like you know. <laughs> but you know what's mad you know jeff hardy yeah yeah mental mental guy uh, he's literally six foot two. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He looks long, but the Xbox isn't. No, Xbox isn't. But just the idea of this, what you would, what to most people would be a fairly tall person just throwing yeah. himself off a ladder on people. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But he's, he's very athletic, though. But um, yeah. yeah, that's the thing about wrestling is that it's so entertaining. It's just great entertainment. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just damn good entertainment. <laughs> it is just, there's something so funny about just the absurdity of it and it, it it is a pantomime it's over the top like i remember the amount of times like like i remember stone cold beat up vince mcmahon so vince was in getting like surgery and stone cold dressed up as the doctor <laughs> and there was just like a doctor and he's like oh okay nurse and he's just this huge man <laughs> as if he wouldn't notice that that's not the doctor it's like the doctor's about 350 pounds for some reason <laughs> hits Vince on top of the head with like his bedpan. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fantastic. I think one of my favorite moments of wrestling ever was when Triple H married Steph McMahon. 
Oh yeah. He, he brought her, he drugged her and brought her through the drive-thru and was like, do you accept this? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> like out of the side of his mouth. It was just, you know, so, so funny. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I loved it. It was, it was really funny. And I remember, um, they used to have the thing of some people would be bad guys or good guys. It should be, you'd be a face or a heel. And I remember mm. when, uh, just in order to try and make The Rock be a bad guy, because he's so charismatic and he's so likable, I just remember he would just bring out a guitar into like the middle of the ring and he would just sing a song about how the place he was in sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. just be like, you know, I remember it was like, and Sacramento really sucks. And they're all booing him. And he's just <laughs> laughing and smiling while playing guitars. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's really like, good how do you make this place not like you i don't know i'll just slag them all directly to your faces <laughs> yeah i mean the, the characters they had were just just absolutely brilliant and i think it was wcw and i think it was wcw where they had uh, the infamous robocop entrance <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's robocop they took one look at him and said not today <laughs> why don't you explain that to don't, people who don't know. yeah well basically what happened was that sting was coming down to the ring or something and um whoever it was locked him in a cage and uh then robocop very 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 slowly came down to the ring and uh broke open the very obviously rubber bars of the cage <laughs> and uh let sting out and then sting was just kind of like pointing to robocop like oh my god look at this guy like you know so yeah <laughs> oh my god it's robocop <laughs> i love um because robocop is such a you know it's like a series now it's it's, it's a brand but i love that he's actually just called robocop <laughs> exactly yeah. i remember um we had this thing in work <clears throat> my 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 ex job i should say because uh, i finished there on friday people mm-hmm. no thanks to you no, no thanks to your help i've been on to you for how many weeks asking for a job and no one's given me one you're asking anyway. for different jobs and games <laughs> And you just True. wanted them to give you a check so you could make a platformer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want money to do what I want to do all the time. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, um, where it was like this thing where you could get out, you'd have a conference, you can get out your mobile and you can put in suggestions as to whatever question they're asking. And I put in Robocop <laughs> and whatever loop happened, my phone was able to vote for it multiple times and it should have only been able to do it once. And I kept voting for it and voting for it. And the ones that got the most votes got the biggest like font letters on the screen. <laughs> and and, like, it was this huge Robocop thing at the top. <laughs> and, like, I think they were asking what they want to see in work, you know, and people were like, four day week, you know, uh, seven hour day, you know, uh, 25 days holidays. It's like Robocop. <laughs> More Robocop. Yeah. Clean this place up. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, you were saying um, about like the, the characters and stuff. Like that. And wrestling moved pretty quickly. And actually, um, this game, it didn't have the Dudley Brothers, but the Dudley Brothers were in uh, SmackDown. And they, like, they were a huge thing. That was the whole TLC uh, matches that were huge and unbelievably good to watch. Um so they had that kind of air thing, but you could in the create your own wrestler, you could have a load of variants. Now, basically I think there was like 40 odd characters that you could have in the game, maybe more. And mm. each of them had usually, each of them had four different uh, outfits that you could wear. So you could pick any of their four and you could put like a variety of colors on those each. So you end up yeah. getting like, you know, over 160 different items that you could put on different people. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty good. I remember yeah. Uh, we were making our own characters and stuff like that when Newman being a bit of a dickhead where 
he, we, we had them like we both made our own characters and we put so much time into all the different moves and we were no mine's better no yours whatever yours is shy and so we're like okay so we had the two cpus fight each other and <laughs> i think in the end i think yours did win but you were surprised at it being kind of like close or whatever and i remember you were like how big is your character and i was like Oh, I think he's like, you know, six foot nine or something like that. I don't know. And then you like guilt tripped me into it. And you were saying, that's really disrespectful to the real giants in wrestling. Like, <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. You were like the ones like Andre the Giant and stuff. And, you know, big. Show. I don't know how it worked. I don't know how it was a sad story, but I believed it and I felt guilty. So I went and I was like, okay. So I went and I made my character smaller. And then I remember they'd wrestle. And then mine couldn't pick yours up because, you know, you can't pick up Big Show straight away if he's like 500 pounds. And I went true, yeah. and I looked at yours. <laughs> and you're like seven foot six. <laughs> That's a lie. It was maxed out. It was bigger than what mine was before. <laughs> it was maxed out to the highest and the heaviest it could be. So then I went in and I changed mine back. <laughs> <laughs> you've just stopped like you know revealing me as being a prick as a child on this show otherwise no one's going to listen anymore what do you mean i'm just remembering the shit that you did <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not fair you, you got too good of a memory <laughs> <My girl. laughs> um yeah no i was going to play a clip just, just i think this is like i'm sure we do you have do you have anything else to say, say about the game i'm going to do the music later but um, no, it just like, you know, it was THQ's take on it and THQ didn't load them down until 2K eventually took over for WWF. Um, yeah. It was there at the right time. It was really fun. It Wrestling at that time was all about big personality and Stone Cold's music was his personality. The way he gave yeah. his finger was his personality and stuff and the skull on his, you know, little letter, sleeveless yeah. vest yeah. Uh, personality. Um and the fact that this was the first game where you could have a level of all those things. The music hit his um, skull 316 showed up on the screen. He ran in and stuff and he could give the middle finger. It was the closest thing that we could experience of being it. And this is a time yeah. when it was quite hard, particularly in Ireland, to get you know certain wrestling stuff. Um, you know, nobody was going online or buying anything at the time. So I remember we used to go to the this t-shirt uh, shop that was near Asha in the uh, Stephen Screen Shopping Centre. Yeah. Uh, we used to buy the wrestling shirts there. Asha, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, was like the only uh, shop in Ireland where, or in Dublin where you could buy like metal t-shirts at the time. So from like metal bands and everything. And yeah, you had tambooing and Temple Bar as well. <laughs> oh, that's true. And new one used to hang out there for about eight years. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> My, my my rock years were like, you know, maybe four. Four. I think it was more. Yeah. No. Lots, lots of phases. Um, yeah, no, I, I think. And even apparently they say now that it's it's hard for them to kind of match that level of charisma and like big names and, you know, the draws that they had. I don't know. It's it's weird, isn't it? Like I'd never watch wrestling now. Never. It's just, I don't know. Well, they, they're trying to recreate that thing. But also part of the problem is, um, I mean, well, we should also say that Vince McMahon is now a multi-billionaire and it is a mm. huge, huge thing. And um, they kind of bought over all the competition. They've got different kind of shows are all under their umbrella. Um, but I think in order to attract more of a younger audience, which I mean, we watched anyway, even though we were kids, they had to move away from the um, more drinking stuff and that, that kind of a, a idea. So they had to get rid of all that and make it a bit more PG. 
And I think with that, maybe you lost some elements of it, but I think you just, you lost those personalities. And Austin, through injury, uh, The Rock, because he wanted to move on to do better things. You know, they just let The Rock's contract run down because nobody was keeping an eye on it. You're kidding me. Yeah, he just, yeah, he was like, I'm just off. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just going to do uh, acting now. Yeah, and that's what he did. Um, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's the highest paid actor ever now, isn't he? Uh, in most years, unless Robert Downey Jr. is doing an Iron Man uh, yeah. role, then it'll be uh, then to rock. He makes huge yeah. money. I think he's great though. He's got great charisma. He is. He is great. But looking at him, uh, he's in one of my favorite movies. Is um, Central Intelligence. He's just fantastic in that. He's very really funny. Have you not with um, Kevin Hart? Uh, yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. You should definitely watch it. But um, he, he, the size of him now, like looking yeah. back at him, looking back at him in the wrestling, like he looks like a little dweeb compared to what he is now. Like, you know, he's unbelievable. He is so big now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, crazy. There's this really funny line in that movie where he's like, because um, basically when they're in college, he's like this fat kid and Kevin Hart's uh, character was nice to him. Like, you know, when he's being bullied or whatever. And then he comes back and meets him years later where he's huge. And like Kevin, Kevin Hart's like, how, how did you get that big? Like, you know, and he's like, oh, well, uh, I just worked out six hours a day for 25 years. <laughs> like it's not laughing or anything like, you know, yeah, that's, but, uh, yeah. that's it. Well, that's how you get that big. Yeah. Yeah. But I um, love that. But um, I, love, uh, I love films where he's just, you know, it's like, Oh, that's uh that's the new guy there. He's just working at an office. Like he's bigger than the office. Just pretend yeah, exactly. A normal <laughs> person. It's like, oh, I'm just a cop. Cops don't look like that. Nobody yeah. looks like that. <laughs> I love him. Love him. Dwayne. He's great. Um, yeah, so I'm going to play a quick clip. Um, now, obviously, it's not from the WrestleMania game, but it's uh, one of J, one of my favorites from JR. Mm-hmm. Um, just shows, I mean, I, this does encompass everything that I love about wrestling as well. But um, So here we go. It's a little long, so, so bear with us. But um, here we go. My God! What is that? That's, that's Kurt Angle, all right, but it's a damn milk truck! Kurt Angle's driving a milk truck! Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Milkman Mania, what's Milkman Mania? My God, it's homogenous. <laughs> I love, I love that. This is this is a storyline in a wrestling feud. <laughs> Have you seen that one? He comes out with a milk truck and has a hose, and he's firing milk out. I haven't seen that one. I did see the one where Stone Cold showed up with a beer truck and fired beer at people, though. Yeah, it seems to be a running theme. <laughs> just, what else can we spray at people? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's so mad, wrestling. And I, I just, you know, I just used to love how crazy it was, how just batshit mental it was. Yeah, it's like a soap opera for, you know, yeah, younger people. Um, but yeah, do you have anything before we get to the music? Uh, no, yeah, we go for the music. Okay, so um, just to say, we could actually skip over the whole music part because it's so bad. But uh, in um, my usual fashion, I shall. Come on, ladies, come on, ladies. What about fish? Come on, ladies, come on, ladies. What about fish? What about fish? That's right, <laughs> it's the music. I don't so, like. So that's become the music jingle. <laughs> well, I could have played way more than that, believe me. So um, the music was composed by uh, Koji Nakura and Yuki Sugawara, who I hope were fired after this game, to be honest. But <laughs> the music is so bad. Okay, so unfortunately, I had to take a few songs. So uh, the first song is Start Demo 1. <laughs> that's Lila Wars. <laughs> I uh, I apologize, people. Um, <laughs> did I not put? <laughs> I see the problem here. I I, I forgot to put them on the hotkeys. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like that uh, that clip from Simpsons. Is like, and today His Holiness came to visit, and it's like a little goat, a lamb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far off that okay so you're gonna have to give me a second news of yeah to be honest we'd be better off playing the star fox music again you know but anyway here's the first song I think we can all agree that's pretty bad and that was three of the best songs on it. It sounds like you um you made that trying to make a version of the Bowser boss music from Mario 64 on a t- <laughs> child's keyboard. Yeah, it's it's probably worse than the quality of a child's keyboard. Um that was original theme too. <laughs> even they didn't even name the song. This is Match BGM1.
I think they were limited with the hardware at the time. I think yeah. I mean, a lot of them, a lot of the music memory had to go up to the low res versions of the um, of everyone's actual team music, and it was probably they probably didn't really know what they were doing because they were going, "Look, we have music for everybody. Here's the music you need to use for these different people when they come in, and yeah. this is what you got to play." And then it was probably just a bit. You need to make something that goes along with it, and they're going. This is complete. These songs are completely different from one another. They've got people singing in them. They've got you know full bands and everything. So what do you want us to do that matches along with it? So they're probably just going for pretty generic stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need a lot of memory to to record. The Rock says, "The Rock says," and loop it over and over again. So <laughs> you do need a fair bit. If you think about like how many, how small those things were, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, they fit Resident Evil 2 on one cartridge, didn't they? They did, yeah. And that didn't have very much music. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. This is probably the best song. Um, this is like the main uh, menu theme. Be the most annoying note ever. (laughs) (laughs) They sure like that symbol as well, don't they? (laughs) Exactly. So, um, yeah, not much more to say about the music, to be honest. Um, It's not great. So, um, anything else before we move on to the big quiz? uh? I just want to talk a little bit about the numbers of this. So, oh, yes. For the um, N64 WrestleMania. It sold 1.1 million copies, which you may think that's not a huge amount. That's more than Pilot Wing 64, more than F Zero X, more than 007. The world is not enough. Mm, okay, yeah, not yeah. bad. Just about, just under the same amounts as like um, Paper Mario and uh, like Turok 2 and everything. And as mm. for the um, SmackDown one that came out. That sold uh, just under 2 million copies, which okay. was uh, more than, let's see, more than Siphon Filter, Twisted Metal and stuff, not far off, just under what uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 got. So these were, it just, it hit at the right time for that generation. Wrestling was big and they got in at the right time. I mean, it was everywhere. It, it was, I know at the olden times, Hulk Hogan went and did, um, some films and stuff, but The Rock was appearing in films now on the fame of being The Rock. People knew who he was. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty exactly. cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, like, like we were saying, you know, I just, I just, wrestling was just absolutely massive at that time. I, and I don't think it's just because we were at that age. I think it was just huge. And um, yeah, I, it, but it was a good game. You have to say that, you know, it wasn't yeah. just, you know, oh, it's, it, it's because of uh, WWF. It's, um, it was really well balanced. It was fun. Um, you know, it, at the time it looked really good um, compared to other N64 games. And, you know, you had your music of the characters and all that kind of stuff. So it was, you know, exciting. Yeah. But um, yeah, you ready for the big quiz? Let's go. 
Test your might. Got my first period. <laughs> I wasn't expecting I that. Yeah, I think he's reading a letter there, but anyway. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. If you remember, there was a cartoon referee that appears on the screen in this game. Um, it was a caricature of a real-life referee. Who was that real-life referee? Was it Earl Hebner? Yes. Well done. He's, the, he was a big part of the storylines at the time. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, well done. You got one right. Uh, question number two. The Japanese game, which shares the same engine as WrestleMania 2000, is called Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 Odo Kaisho. What does this translate to in English, Yusuf? <laughs> what? Virtual Wrestling 2 Odo Kaisho? Odo Kaisho. Odo Kaisho. I was learning Japanese with Duolingo a while ago. <laughs> well, how far did it get you? Not that far. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, world wrestling? No, it's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a virtual pro wrestling too, inheriting the Royal Road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, now that you're talking about learning Japanese, I did that uh, Rosetta Stone. All right. Yeah, for a short time. Um, who my friend Peter once thought was called Violetta Rose. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's so uh, If he Googled it, he wouldn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember learning one line and for some reason I spent a fair bit of time learning it. The only line I I remember is, Otoko no ko wa juicyo nondaimasu. Was that you asked them for one juice, please? <laughs> no, it's like, the lady drinks juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> question number three what is ireland's unusual connection to wrestlemania 2000 now the real wrestlemania i'm talking about the one that was okay. televised yes ireland's was it the first wrestlemania that was was it on terrestrial tv that wouldn't have been is that your guess Press. i guess so yeah no, it was banned by the Irish Film Classification was videos. It? Yeah, video releases of the of the event. Yeah. Oh really? Wow. Yes, yes. So, boy, things have changed since then. Um, but um, okay, ready for this? It's just sorry. It's just it's a bit mad. Sometimes some of the things that they were just like, no, this is obviously really bad for kids. We cannot let anybody see. This is going to be banned and everything. It's just like yeah, right. It's like um. Your man Trey Parker and Matt Stone, is that their names? From South Park? Yeah, when they were like putting the movies in and they were like, oh, they would come back and tell them, oh, this can't, this won't fly. And they said they'd make it much worse and they'd send it back and they'd accept it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't there the episode where they won episode of South Park, they were allowed to say the word shit. <laughs> and they had a shit counter. And every time they said it, it would just count up on the screen, which is just the biggest, like, fuck you to the senses. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Um, okay, so as you know the rules, you suck. Um, if you win this, you win everything. So You'll receive a nice bonus when the work is done. Now, you think I'm going to give you a question on South Korea, don't you? Is it going to be about North Korea? 
No, it's about Sakurai. According to the G, <laughs> according to GDP, where does South Korea stand in global rankings? Um, forty-seven. Forty-seven. They make Samsung. They make Hyundai. They make Kia. Come on. All right. Where are they? Twelfth. Jesus, that's really good. Yeah, fair play to you, South Koreans. I really wouldn't want to go to South Korea. I'd love to go to Seoul. Yeah, yeah, so would I. Um, oh, we forgot this bit. So um, I really need to get better at this uh, soundboard. I just have so many sounds on it, and I can't. Uh, okay, here we go. Now, I have to say, it was very hard to find negative reviews for this game because it was very, very old. Yeah. And uh, people weren't bothered leaving bad reviews. It, it, um, it was also quite positively rated as well. Yeah. But yeah, but so was Metal Gear Solid 2. True, true. Um, okay, so here's one. Um, okay, so I only have two. Yeah. So here's one. By first one by Vernon Johnson. <laughs> Fake name, I'm pretty sure. And there's a review is titled This Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why do reviewers love using the word suck for everything? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, reviewed uh, from the US uh, November 20, 2009. It wasn't even the right game I ordered. Rest. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 2000, and they sent me, <laughs> they sent me Turok with the WrestleMania cover on it. <laughs> this sucks, and it really makes me hesitate to order from here again, because they won't let me my money back. <laughs> so sorry about that, Vernon. I agree with Vernon. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Vernon myself. Uh, the next one I have is by Karen Cousel, another fake name. Her review is titled Horrible, Horrible. And <laughs> <laughs> how you this know. is going to go. <laughs> Do not buy even horrible for the time, but please read this and take consideration. Thank you. And then she's broken it down three different areas. Graphics for time, two out of five. Fun, one out of five. Gameplay, one out of five. Thank you for reading this. I made a bad choice of buying, so you don't have to. <laughs> so look, at least she's coming from a good place. Okay, I mean, she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, she is absolutely wrong. But anyway, thanks, Karen, for that. Um, okay, so let me see. Anything else you have on this, you suck? Um, no, just it was uh, this kind of launch of the wrestling games and then uh, THQ did them for a while on uh, a lot of different platforms and then afterward eventually went to uh, 2K as we were saying and it was 2K who I think have done a pretty good job reasonably they've gone some for some more fun ones um, but if you look at the, like, the covers of them they still have like Stone Cold and The Rock on the covers of them because oh, they're still oh. the, they're still the big names there and wow. it gets like, a big bobblehead version of like Stone Cold because they go and they have like they have a bit more fun with it and everything Um it just doesn't really translate as well. But apparently they've got this odd thing where, I think I made this before, like they'd really try to push John Cena 
Like we were just deep oh, yeah. dancing in it. Um, it's those three quarter lengths he wears. No one likes them. Yeah, well, the thing is, also the fact that you always talk about the military in salutes. Never in the military. <laughs> Never serves. He's, he's the all American hero. <laughs> it's the thing. It's like stop saluting everybody. Uh, but anyway, he, um, they really tried to push him, but like he, he still sold loads. He still kind of went out and branched a little bit outside of wrestling. The fact we know him alone. Yeah, so, true, uh, true. But, uh, you could yeah. see him in, in a Bourne movie or something, couldn't you? I mean, yeah, he just, he looks like that. You know, he looks like, he yeah. looks like a Marine, even though he wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, True. it's that kind of thing. Um, and just as for wrestling now, yeah, we don't, we don't watch it now. Um, but um, I believe right now, Becky Lynch is really, really famous as being a Irish representative, Irish representative in wrestling and also Finn Balor or Finn Balor. I think it's, I think it is Finn Balor, but American mm. Balor. Um, is um doing he did quite well for a while he was huge in like Japan and stuff like that and then I think he finally is in wrestling and now doing quite well so just from an Irish point of view it was quite good for that and also Seamus yeah. uh, was quite big for a while too oh yeah yeah and then we have Connor in the MMA but you know maybe the less about him at the moment exactly exactly so look now it's time for and I asked you a question. So we have a question. Do we? This week. Thank you very much. And it comes in again from Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, I might have to block you. Um, anyway, <clears throat> no, actually, I might have to block any email title that is titled Tom Hanks because this, is what this <laughs> one is titled again. I just want to make it clear, listeners, I don't like Tom Hanks. It's nothing to do with the podcast or gaming. So there's no need to send questions about Tom Hanks or comments. You know, this isn't the Do We Like Tom Hanks podcast. This is the Press the Action Button podcast. But anyway, Brenda, I will read out your question, even though it's not really a question, but it might be. So, hi, guys. This is actually directed more to Newman. No surprise there. I sent a comment back in June about how everyone loves Tom Hanks, except you in brackets. I watched Saving Private Ryan at the weekend and it's brilliant. And Tom Hanks is brilliant in it. So I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, Brenda. I'm glad you enjoy him as an actor, but, you know, it's it's a subjective thing. And uh, I don't like him. Don't like him. We'll never like him. Thank so. you very much, Brenda. I massively appreciate that. Um, if more people could just go in and let Newman know when he's wrong about things, that'd be really great. Uh, Saving Private Ryan is a great film. Really holds up. I'm sure it does, but I mean, it should have Tom Cruise in it instead of him. Somehow. He would be shite in it. I don't like Tom Cruise either, actually. Um, um, Vin Diesel is in Saving Private Ryan. You know that? No, I didn't actually. Yeah, yeah. Don't like him, and his don't like him either. I don't think he's very good. No, no, he's not. I don't know what he's doing in all those movies. He's just got this action guy kind of thing going. Yeah, he's got a really deep voice. It's about it. Yeah. True. Yeah, but in that he he's the guy who gets uh, assassinated by the sniper. You don't realize don't, it. Don't remember Seven Private Ryan. Do you not? Maybe that's why you don't like Tom Hanks. No, I don't like Tom Hanks because he's not a great actor. Well, you're wrong there. So look, let's not get into the whole Tom Hanks thing again. I was actually impressed by that actor recently because the Meg was on TV. What's his name? The English guy, the action guy, the Jason shaved head. Jason Statham. Yes, yes. He was actually pretty good. He was believable. You know, he was an Olympic diver. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he has that kind of physique. 
Yeah, well, he, he actually is like a black belt and he actually was like an Olympian. So, and then he moved into acting afterward. Mm, interesting. But anyway, he made it believable in this unbelievable movie with a shark that keeps getting bigger than the last shark. So, <laughs> it's a different film, it's a different shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. They think they have it, and then another huge one comes along and, like, oh, no, wait, that's the real one. That anyway. literally happens in Jaws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. Uh, anything else to say? No, nothing at all. Apart from the email address, which you're going to give, right? Which is press the action button pod at gmail.com. That's right. So um, if anyone has any questions or comments, uh, please get on to us. Um, as you, as always, we um, appreciate a five-star rating, if you please. Um, again, just helps us to get more interaction, more people listening. So, And send us a question, please. We'd love that. Yeah, thank you for um the people who've been listening and um if you've told other people about that um because listens have gone up then thank you very much for doing that um and welcome aboard everybody new yeah thank you and take care until next week goodbye bye